It's Izzy. Wherever you're listening from, whatever your situation, and whatever brought you here, I'm so, so grateful that you've invested your time in listening to positive content. I truly hope you gain some valuable insights from the episode. Hello, you lovely lot. Welcome back. Or if you're new here, then hello. If this is your first podcast episode of mine, I'm Izzy. I am a mindset strategist, which basically means that I'm a coach in the area of mindset. I am a speaker, a retreat host, and basically so much more. Basically what I do is I help people feel better a bit more of the time, and hopefully that'll be the same for you by the end of this podcast. Now, I am actually right now, as I speak, on the gorgeous, gorgeous Lake Garda. I am here for a surprise birthday trip from my wonderful boyfriend, Jordan. We just got back from two days in Venice and we're now staying in Lake Garda for the next four days. So that said, with all the traveling, this morning I had planned to record a podcast because it is Friday today. And we woke up and we were shattered. Yesterday, we went to a water park, which was incredible. Um, Anything to do with water, I absolutely love. Anything with the combination of, what was it? Fun, something fun. Something that takes me outside of my comfort zone a little bit. And exercise, that trifactor of things that I really enjoy. When we say comfort zone, I don't mean panic zone. So something like skydiving would probably be pretty pretty panic zone-y. Whereas going down a little bit of a steep slide would be more like stretch zone. But anywho, because of all the traveling from Venice, we actually rented a car. So I had my first experience of driving on the other side of the road, (laughs) on the right hand side. And that again, wasn't panic. It was more stretch zone. If I was by myself, maybe it would have been panic. But with Jordan there, both of us having our eyes on the road, looking out for things, it was a challenging out of the comfort zone experience but also very fun so we were woke up in the morning nevertheless we were exhausted so because of that what you're about to listen to is a youtube video that actually isn't out yet so you're hearing it before it's become a youtube video there is also video so if you want to watch it um with all the captions coming up and you want to be more engaged you can see that if you are listening slash watching on Spotify um, because it now offers video which is fab however you can also just listen to it like you normally would listen to my podcast it is ad-lib there's no teleprompter it's not scripted at all but it's something that I really wanted to share with you now it does mention (laughs) it does mention journal prompts hopefully those will be ready. I'm going to crack on with that as soon as this is uploaded and pop that link, if I can, in the show notes. But if not, stay tuned. Go and follow me over on Instagram, which is izzy.miller underscore. And as soon as those journal prompts are ready, I'll pop the link on there just in case the link isn't already in the show notes. But anyway, enough of me rambling. If it sounds very quick and edited, it's because my wonderful editor, Paolo, has gone through it and chopped out the ums and the ahs and the little bits of waffle that I can sometimes be a little bit guilty of, just like I'm doing right now. (laughs) So I hope you enjoy. It's a very practical episode with three steps for you to actually genuinely do if you want to tap into the better, not 
not better in the sense that you're bad at the minute, but a bigger, badder, more confident, more authentic you who is more capable of things that you're already capable of, but you're actually capable of achieving them because you've got the skills, the strategy and the self-talk to support you through that journey, then this is going to potentially be the only thing you need to listen to this entire year in order to make 2023 the best year yet. So with that said, I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to head off back to the lake. Enjoy. Your current belief about your identity is the biggest thing holding you back. Now, there are tons of things that we can blame for holding us back, but at the end of the day, the biggest one is how we see ourselves. Don't think that you have enough money. Don't think that you have enough confidence to go out and do the things that you want to do. Don't feel like you have the knowledge to go and apply for the job that you want. This all, yes, has some truth in it. But the biggest truth at all is you are not identifying as the person that you need to be to go and do that thing, to talk to that person, to apply for that job, to learn that skill. You won't even have the balls to go and apply for a job, the balls to sign up for that course, let alone accomplish those two things if you don't change the way that you see yourself. So right now, what is your biggest challenge at the minute? What is somewhere that you want to get to, but you feel quite far away from it right now? Maybe it's a financial goal. Maybe it's to move out of your parents' house. Maybe it's to graduate university, but you're already in fourth year, having retaken once already, and it just feels a million miles away. Or maybe you're just stuck in a job that you kind of feel like you want a promotion from, but maybe actually what you need is to get out of that job and try something new. We cannot see a change in our life if we don't make a change ourselves and a change in ourselves. So throughout this video, what we're gonna do is look at where you wanna get to, where you are now, and what is truly needed in order to close that gap. And you already know the answer to that, your idea around your identity. Imagine in your mind that you are holding a rope, one of those ropes that they used to use for tug of war, one of those thick ones, the ones that would really make your hands sore when you were holding them for too long. Got it? Now in your mind, on the other end of the rope is your current reality. And as long as you hold on to this rope, attached to your current reality and the person that you've been in the past and the person that you are right now, you will always stay stuck to it. You will always stay in the belief that you are not somebody who can earn money, that you are not enough, that you cannot be loved, that, that person who screwed you over in business or even in a relationship in the past is reflective of all of the things that are gonna happen to you in the future. So if you wanna go down a new path, a new path of empowerment, which I'm telling you, I guarantee is possible for you because I've done it and I know a ton of people who've worked with me, hundreds of people who have worked with me and others that have done this work themselves have also been able to go down this other path. Nobody is unable to do that. So with me here today, let's get one step towards that path. And the way we're gonna do that is by letting go of this rope. As long as you continue to hold on to it, you're physically getting pain in your hands. Your hands are bleeding because you're trying to hold on to something that one, isn't right for you anymore. You're keeping yourself stagnant. You're keeping yourself stuck to pain. Maybe you are still grieving over a previous relationship. Maybe you're still in a relationship that's not serving you. Maybe you're in a job that makes you wanna hit your head against a wall every time you head home. Maybe you're surrounded by people in a house share that are just so toxic. What is holding you back? Because whatever it is, is gonna be related to your belief. At the minute, you think that what you're doing is what you deserve. You think that it is the only thing that's possible to you right now. 
but the truth is you deserve whatever you put your mind to. And putting your mind to something isn't having a ton of arrogance or excessive confidence or delusionalism, if that's a word. All that's between you and where you wanna go is simply changing your perception of what is and isn't possible for you. Five years ago, I would have maybe dreamed about living the life that I currently live now, being with a partner that I genuinely wouldn't want anything different with, where we are so totally happy and content, yet purposeful and excited for our future. I'm working for myself. I get to travel the world doing what I do. And yes, I might have dreamed about that five years ago, but I didn't see it as an actual possibility. I was desperate for the reality, not driven for it. And when you're driven, you fully believe that it is a possibility. You're not just creating a dream in your mind, you actually go after that dream and take action. So you've now seen yourself holding onto this rope. And if that wasn't emotional for you at all, I want you to pause this video here, close your eyes and try it again. Really see yourself holding onto the rope, attached to all of the baggage that you're keeping on your back, all of the nasty things that you say to yourself and I know that you say them to yourself. We all do, we're wired to be negative, we're wired to be our own worst enemy because it keeps us aware of what might get us kicked out of the pack. If indeed we were 100,000 years ago as hunter-gatherers who needed to stay as a pack so as to not get killed, but you are not there anymore. You will never be truly lonely. There will always be people around you and you're not gonna get killed off or die if you're by yourself. We live in a much safer society these days, even if that's hard to believe sometimes. So really make sure that you've got that vision in your mind and see yourself letting go of the rope. And that might be difficult because whatever you're attached to, you're attached to it for a reason. And the more it hurts, the more it means that you need to let go. So pause the video here do some work on that and come back for part two. Okay, part two, we're gonna look at your language. A big indicator of the identity that we're giving ourselves is the language that you use, both to other people, but also up here. We're in a constant conversation with ourselves. Even the most practiced monk in the world cannot keep his mind still. Meditation isn't about shushing the thoughts, it's about observing them so that you can have an inner sense of calm and have the thoughts wash over you like a cloud. But the point is that the thoughts will never go away. So you're constantly in conversation with yourself. There are constantly thoughts there, and so there's constantly language there, which is usually quite negative. From a scientific perspective, we have a lot more negative thoughts than positive. So in relation to the challenge that we're trying to overcome here, or the identity that you're aware of is holding you back, what is some language that you use in alignment with that that could be responsible for reiterating and reaffirming this identity? For instance, if you're somebody who is wanting to earn more money, but you have been bought up with the belief that money doesn't grow on trees, we can't afford that. I want you to really challenge yourself here. And if money's not your specific subject, then that's fine, this will apply for you too. But when we say, I can't afford that, more often than not, we actually can. It's just we're choosing not to. If you were told that you had to come up with 10,000 pounds by the end of the week, or you'd be killed, you'd darn well come up with a 10,000 pounds. So you do have the money, credit cards exist. There are so many ways in which you could have the money to afford that thing. But what you're doing is making a decision and decisions 
are the most empowering thing if they're made by you. So next time you find yourself being put in front of a decision related to money, rather than saying to your friend and sighing, oh, I wish I could afford that, think about what we're saying now. And remember, everything starts from becoming conscious. And that's where you've got to start before we can change it. You've got to become conscious that you're actually using this language that's holding you back. And I want you to say, mm, not for me. Again, if you really wanted it, you'd find the money for it. Similarly, I recently sent out an email to my Wednesday Wisdom email list. If you're not signed up to that, there should be a link in the description box or the show notes. Feel free to sign up to it. It's not spammy, it's once a week. And if I do say so myself, it is a solid nugget of wisdom. Anyway, so the other day I sent one out explaining how for the longest time I'd had this affirmation in my head that said, I am not a runner. However, as soon as I stopped saying that, as soon as I stopped repeating that, I actually found myself starting to run because every time I said, I am not a runner, I told myself, I made it okay for myself. I gave myself a reason as to why I wasn't running, a legitimate reason I am not. And remember, I am or I am not, whatever comes after I am is some of the most powerful things you will ever say to yourself. So what are you saying to yourself that you are or you aren't? Ever since I stopped saying I am not a runner, I don't have to be a runner or not a runner because there is nothing that determines or says you are or aren't. Maybe you're somebody who goes for a run once a week. Maybe you go for a run like my mum every single day. Maybe you run once a year. So is there something that you've been identifying as or telling yourself or language you've been using that's been fitting you unnecessarily into a box that you don't belong in? Have a think and write down any of these negative, unresourceful I am statements onto a piece of paper, or hopefully you've got a journal and you can do it there. And when you've thought of all of them and it might be painful, and again, when it's painful or uncomfortable, that's when it's really needed and it's really working. So go away and do that and then come back for part three. And finally, part three. Part three is where we are moving on to create some new identity statements, some new I am phrases, some new language. So hopefully you've got a list of at least three I am statements or identity statements that you've been frequently using. And this was probably gonna be new to you because most of the time what we say to ourselves is quite subconscious actually, because a lot of our beliefs are subconscious. Our thoughts are conscious, but our beliefs are subconscious. And so what we're trying to do is not just attack those conscious thoughts, but over time what will happen if you're really taking this seriously. And to be honest, only a few of you will be. So if you are somebody who has done step one and two so far and you're watching on YouTube, then pop a comment down below. And if you're listening through my podcast, then drop me a message either through my email or on Instagram and let me know what unresourceful I am identity statements you were previously using before now. Now, what I want you to do with that list is really look through them and look at what is it that you're seeing about yourselves in a way of lack. If it's about money, like what specifically are these statements saying that you lack? Because it's not just gonna be about the thing. It's not gonna be about the money or the partner or about the X, Y, and Z. It's gonna be about a feeling. It's gonna be either a feeling of, actually, I don't think I'm enough. I don't think I'm capable. I don't think I'm lovable. What is that deep down root of your belief? And again, it might take some time to get there. So pause this video. There's no point in consuming this content and doing nothing with it 
So really, really invest your time. You're not paying for this. And usually payment is the best way to actually apply something because you've already got investment in it. Well, what's better than money? Time. Time is way more valuable than money. So you are investing time in watching this video, so really make this time work for you. Invest a few extra minutes to really get to the deep down root of what the belief is behind those statements. Now with that in mind, with this answer, whenever you're ready, continue watching. We're now gonna change that into these uplifting, abundant statements. What do you have? Every time you remind yourself of what you don't have or, or what is limiting you, because there will always be things that limit you. I am extremely privileged, but I'm also a victim in various aspects. I've been a victim at several points in my life. I'm a victim simply because I am female, just like somebody is a victim because of another aspect of their identity. But we can either choose to let that victimization, that self-victimization or society's victimization hold us back we can watch as many videos as we want that tell us we're not good enough. We can listen and remind ourselves of the people that tell us we're not good enough because of an aspect of our identity. Or we can listen to the abundance of people telling us why we are capable, why we should feel empowered. It's really up to you. And if any of this is triggering for you, it's probably because you've been in this category, listening to these people. Some of you, some of you, I know this, I guarantee this that some of you will be listening to me thinking, well, it's not that easy. You don't know what it's like. I can't. These are I am statements. These are identity statements that you've been holding on to. And I get it. It is hard as long as you continue to hold on to that rope. So whatever you're thinking in defense of what I'm saying, write it down. Defensiveness is simply a way of our insecurities coming out to say, I don't like this because it goes against my identity. Whereas if you were truly open-minded in this camp of feeling empowered, you'd simply have curiosity. Oh, let me give this a go. This girl sounds like she knows what she's talking about. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna be open-minded because it might help. So again, pause this video if you do feel like you're in this camp and you're still holding onto this rope and press play when you're ready to continue. So this gap between where you are and where you want to be mentally in terms of your beliefs and your identity has closed a little bit just from that simple exercise. But the only way that we're going to close that gap even further and maintain that lack of distance and eventually bring it together completely is if you reiterate these empowering thoughts, these affirmations to yourself repeatedly. Now, I'm not saying write affirmations, I'm saying and that might work for you. It hasn't worked for me in the past and in the last two months, affirmations have been really working for me. So at different chapters in your life, things will work for you and others won't. But if saying affirmations to yourself just sounds really shallow and inauthentic, that's okay. Instead, I just want you to become conscious of your thoughts. And every time you feel yourself or see yourself holding yourself back from doing something, because of your previous unresourceful beliefs, I want you to attack that with the truth. And again, there's so many different truths depending on the perspective that you use to see things. But we've got to pick one. We can only have one perspective at one point in time. Even if we are someone who can have multiple perspectives, you're flicking between them. So I want you to think about what is the truth, but also what is the feel-good truth? What is the motivating, inspiring, empowering truth that's going to help you close that gap? We're not talking about lying here. Authenticity, as you know, if you've listened to any of my content before, is one of the biggest, most important things to me. 
and if I don't feel like I'm being authentic, I'm in this camp, totally disempowered and disinterested and out of love with myself and my life. So authenticity is really important here. And if you need help with this, then please do, as I said, drop me a message, send me an email or write in the comments below any challenges you're having with finding the right phrasing. Because if you really are so tightly held onto the rope, you might struggle to come up with the positive identity statements. And again, that's okay. It means that you're doing the right work. So let me give some examples. If we're talking about finance, then maybe something you have been saying, as we said, is I can't afford that. And as we said, the positive affirmation that is the truth, but is also empowering, is saying, mm, buying that right now isn't the right choice for me, isn't the right path for me, isn't the right decision for me. I don't think that's right for me right now. That's you making a decision for you. That way you don't feel in lack, you feel empowered and, and abundant in your decision. If you're somebody who is saying, I would never have the confidence to do that. Well, you do have confidence. Confidence isn't something that you find. And if you've watched any television or spoken to anybody at all, I guarantee you'll have come across somebody who didn't have the confidence and then now is doing stuff that stereotypically requires confidence. Look, I am not a natural public speaker. And I know, because I've spoken to lots of people about this before, you probably won't believe that. I am not. I used to get so, so embarrassed. I, first of all, I was terrible, but that wasn't the point. I just felt so anxious about doing it. So embarrassed after doing it because I was so terrible. And it was just this constant cycle. But I also felt empowered having gone out of my comfort zone. And so I kept on doing it to a point where I now have the knowledge and the skills and the experience and the proof that the whole world isn't gonna fall apart if I stand on the stage and share what I'm sharing or speak to you guys. So if we were to reverse that, and just the other day I said I wouldn't have the confidence to do that myself. My partner has this thing where if he sees someone with a really nice car, he'll go up to them and ask them what they do for a living. And for me, I find that really confrontational. I'm going up to somebody who hasn't asked to speak to me, affecting their day. I might be holding them back or wasting their time. But again, did you hear what I just said? I might be wasting their time. Who says? Wasting somebody's time is subjective. There's nothing that classes it as a waste or not a waste. Everything's valuable, even if it doesn't feel valuable in the moment. Every conversation we have, every experience we have with ourselves or outside of ourselves is something that makes us more aware of things in this world, more knowledgeable in a way. So actually, rather than giving you an I am statement, something that's really worked for me in the past when a couple of times most significantly is when I was asked to go onto the radio. And both times I find that really, really anxiety inducing if I'm being totally honest. I mean, having phone calls is one of people's biggest fears anyway, let alone having a phone call with somebody you have never met before and having a lot of people listening. So that was very much in my mind. But what we can ask ourselves in those moments when we question our confidence is, okay, what is it that I don't feel like I have the confidence to do? The thing that I don't feel like I have the confidence to do is go up to somebody and ask them a question. Do you see how silly that sounds? If not, that's fine, I'm gonna explain it. How many times a day, a week, do you go up to somebody and ask them a question? even if it's a family member. When you're in school, how many times, or, or in your job, how many times did you go up to someone and ask them a question? 
or you walked into a hotel and needed directions to the lift, you would have asked somebody, where is the lift? Could you direct me to this place? We ask people questions all the time. In the case of the interview, okay, the radio interview, what do I feel like I don't have the confidence for? What am I anxious about? I'm anxious about having a conversation with a stranger. You tell me, what's silly about that statement? I have conversations with strangers all the time, and so do you. The only difference is that the context is different. So whatever it is, and I feel like confidence is a massive one. It's, as I said uh, earlier, authenticity is, a, is one of my key pillars, but so is confidence. Confidence is so key to everything and anything, and that's not arrogance. It's just having the courage to go after what you know is possible for you. We have conversations with people all the time. We ask people questions all the time. But the situation you're thinking of it in and saying I don't have the confidence for that, whether it's talking to somebody that you want to ask out on a date, it's just that the context has shifted. But you actually are capable of doing the thing. You're just scared about the outcome. So next time, if confidence is your thing that you're struggling with, remember, confidence isn't the question. You have that. You it's not confidence it's capability and confidence and courage and belief that you will be okay regardless of the outcome you know that you can go up to that guy or that girl and speak to them what you're anxious about is what the outcome will be because it's an unpredictable situation so my question to you is do you believe that you will be okay regardless of the outcome and ask yourself what's the worst that could happen the worst that could happen is I get rejected or they throw a drink in my face and everybody turns around and stares. Have you ever seen that happen? I've personally only seen that in movies. But even if that was to happen, so what? And that is a key two word phrase that I want you to remember. With whatever belief that you're struggling with, whenever it crops up and you find that the I am statement is really trying to get in your head or the rope's trying to come back to your hands, ask so what what's the worst that could happen i am capable and if anything that's the only i am identity statement that you need i am capable because no matter what happens you do have the capacity you do have the knowledge you do have the skills your only worry is what will happen if you fail and failure doesn't really exist you're failing already by holding onto the rope. Once you let go of the rope, you physically can't fail because you've already, by letting go of that rope, moved closer to the identity that you want to get to. So I'm not even hopeful that that's helped. I know that it will have, even if just on a subconscious level, which by the way, is one of the most powerful levels this can help on. Now I've popped together a free resource for you, which is a set of five journal prompts for greater self-empowerment. This is a set of prompts of questions that you're gonna ask yourself on a daily basis, some in the morning, some in the evening, or at other points in your week, that's going to really work on bringing that identity gap closer and your self-empowerment baseline up. And naturally, that's gonna increase your fulfillment levels, your happiness levels, and ultimately, your sense of progress in your life. Because when you get closer to that identity, you achieve what that identity is in your mind already achieving. So that's it from me. Thank you for investing your most valuable asset 
into watching this video or listening to this podcast, you are doing what very few people do, which is taking initiative on your own self-development and your own chance of success. Now, the only reason why I put together this content for you on a weekly and even a daily basis is because I want you to feel more empowered. I want you to become that version of you that you already are, that already exists inside of you. So it would mean the absolute world if you could leave a review and a rating if you're listening to this as a podcast or drop a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. And don't forget, there's that free resource in the description box or the show notes below. I'll see you next time.